Welcome back to Take Us McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour. I am Barbara McGinnis and we're talking about getting your ducks in a row, planning for a good new year. And I'm Tim Takus, and in this segment we will, dis we will be discussing taxes and tips and tricks, I guess, to prepare for your tax season this year. Joining us is CPA Michael Chrysler, who is member and chief manager of Chrysler CPA. Welcome, Michael. Thanks ah, for thanks. being here. Thanks, Tim. Okay, at the end of last year, I guess 2017 it would be now, yeah. um, the new tax law was signed into effect. Okay, so what are the, some of the changes um, that are expected to impact seniors? Um, like the medical ex expense deduction and maybe some others? Yeah, yeah, there, of course, you know, most of the changes uh, w uh, were focused on taxpayers in general, uh, but, but including, including senior citizens. But probably the biggest changes were uh, tax rates overall were, de were decreased for the most part. Um, the, the personal exemption was eliminated, but the standard deduction was almost doubled. So uh, more than taking the, more, more than uh, um, removing the impact of the personal exemption change. So those are going to affect everybody. Uh, in addition, I'll focus on the itemized deductions. Uh, as you mentioned, medical expenses, you know, we do have a change in medical expenses. Mm -hmm. That's a deduction that's limited based on income. So the mm -hmm. higher your income, the greater the limitation on your, your medical expense deduction. That's, that's still true. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in 18, that's a, basically a 7.5% of your income limit. Mm -hmm. uh, it's only what you spend in excess of that amount that you get to deduct. In 19, that goes to 10%. Okay. Uh, so it will take about $3,000 off your deductions for an average household. Um, so in addition to medical expenses, state and local taxes were limited. This is a much bigger change for higher income tax states like New York and California, uh, but it still hits us in Tennessee. Basically, state and local taxes over $10,000 are no longer deductible on an annual, on an annual basis. Um, there's a change to the mortgage interest deduction that's going to affect people. It's mainly for new debt, mm -hmm. uh, but, but uh, home equity uh, line debt that, had, that, wasn't, that wasn't used to improve or build your home is no longer deductible. So that, that'll probably impact homeowners. Um, probably the single other biggest change and one that I do see affecting quite a few of my senior clients uh, is, the, is the elimination of the deduction for miscellaneous itemized deductions. Uh, so tax prep fees, tax advisory fees, uh, the people that people typically pay me, investment advisory fees that, that people pay people like Brian uh, are, are no longer deductible. And this can be mm -hmm. a substantial change in their, mm -hmm. in their deductions. So are there any unique factors to seniors filing taxes? Yeah, probably the, the couple that come to mind, um, you know, uh, most senior citizens are gonna collect social security benefits. And unlike most other sources of taxable income, social security benefits, may be taxable, may not be taxable. It all depends on basically the overall level of their income. So mm -hmm. lower income seniors will have a 0% tax rate or 0% of their Social Security benefits are subject to tax. But as your income rises, and that includes tax-exempt income, uh, that increases the percentage of your Social Security benefits subject to tax up to 85% taxable under current law. Probably the other uh, unique uh, difference to social to taxation of seniors uh, is the standard deduction we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. It goes up for uh, for 65 and older seniors and for blind people. Uh, if you're if you either of those conditions adds $1,300 uh, to your uh, standard deduction for uh, married people and 1,600 for singles. Okay. So what about um, let, let's switch switch gears a little bit and sure. start talking about IRAs and whatnot. Right. Um, how do you determine uh, 
how much to withdraw each year from an IRA or a 401k or something like that yeah. to, to avoid a penalty. Yeah, and you know, of course, that, that requirement only kicks in when you're 70 and a half years old. Okay. Once you do, then you, then you have to start taking distributions or else you're subject to a fairly substantial penalty. Mm -hmm. um, but the calculation refers to a table. It's, it, there's a table published by the IRS. It says if you're, if you're 70 years old, then you take your balance in the account and divide it over 27 years. Gotcha. So you take out 127th year. If you're 80, that's 19, and it continues to decline as you get older. Interestingly, you know, if you're 115 years old, you still have two years to take the money out of your, gotcha. your account. You, as we always say, is you always have a life expectancy. That's right. The, the number one leading cause of not having a life expectancy is death, as right. long as you haven't mm -hmm. died yet. So still. how about Roth IRAs, same way? No, Roths are different. You don't have lifetime distribution requirements uh, mm -hmm. on a Roth, but uh, okay. once the person passes away, then there's a minimum distribution requirement that kicks in for, for the heirs to the account. Okay, so kind of like IRAs and whatnot. It so works you, much so like an IRA once you're retired right. or once you once, once you're, you're dead it. that's right yes mm -hmm. yeah and then you have to start taking it out right away somebody does you're somebody not somebody <laughs> you're there yeah. mm -hmm. all right so that's after you're 70 that what you were just talking about that's well right. what about if you start taking out money out of a retirement account um, before age 70. Well, before 70 is fine. It's just you need to be 59 and a half years old okay. before you can start taking distributions without penalty. Now, if you take early distributions, so distributions that are prior to 59 and a half. You have yeah. to have a good reason for it, which is, I think, you, can't you be disabled? You can. You can be. There's some, uh, there's some exceptions. There, there's a number of exceptions depending on the type of account. Uh, the ones we see probably the most are, you know, if, you, if you're disabled, there's an exception. If you have those medical expenses that exceed your, the percentage of your gross income, that's another exception to, to the distribution uh, or to the, the penalties. But if you take them out, what's the, the, the kind of the impact? Uh, if you take out money early and it's not applicable, or one of those exceptions is not applicable, uh, you've got a 10% penalty, plus your plus 70 income tax, tax right? Yes. And the thing to remember for senior citizens is that that income also increases the amount of your Social Security benefit that's subject to tax. So it kind of has a, a secondary impact on, your, on mm -hmm. your taxes. You know, one thing I've seen is, is that we have a more than, and you've probably seen this, is a lot of people that think they can't take more out than their required minimum distribution. Oh, no, absolutely not. Once you're past yeah. 59 and a half, you're free to take, yeah. you know, subject to But it's to surprising to us, subject I think, to we've tax seen limits, people, yeah. oh, I can take more out? I said, yeah, it's your money. You can you still be taxed on it. Do with it what you will. And, you know, in fact, a big part of planning distributions in, in retirement is deciding which account to take the money out of, whether it's your taxable account, increasingly mm -hmm. whether you want to take distributions from a Roth, uh, or you may have taxable investments that you can that you can mm -hmm. uh, liquidate. Yeah. yeah. So, any other big changes in, in tax season this year? Well, yeah, tax season. Uh, the, the the things that I think some people will see, of course, the big one that's going on right now is the shutdown. You yeah. know, the government's shut down. Eighty-eight percent of the IRS workforce is currently furloughed. Uh, we're told that uh, a significant portion of those people are going to be brought back. I hope they're going to be paid when they are. Um, to process, you know, tax returns and and refunds and issue refunds, um, I would suggest strongly suggest that folks electronically file if they can. Um, those returns will be easier to process for IRS and are more likely to get processed in a in a in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. um, locally, we you know we actually have a little tick down in in uh, the hall income tax rate that applies to certain dividend income and interest income of. Uh, uh, people that have substantial dividend and interest income. 
that's going down this year. It's 3% in 18, 2% in 19, and hopefully continuing its path to zero over the next couple of years. Um, that, and that only applies to, that, that doesn't apply to the lower income taxpayers. Um, mm -hmm. So those are the big changes that I think we see in that affect dollars. Now actual filing preparation, you know, we have a simpler, shorter form, mm -hmm. but we have got more schedules. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you can get, get away with just doing that one form or doing one or a few of the schedules, it may be a simpler process once you understand how it works. Yeah. Uh, but if you got to fill out all those schedules, then it may be just as complicated as usual. All right. So you're you're gonna you're you're ramping up for your busy season now. We're I, in. I it. assume you're in it. <laughs> okay. So what should people do to prepare and to gather information to help their you or your or their CPA or themselves? Frankly, or themselves, I mean, a right. lot of the stuff they need to gather, they should they should get it all in one place. You know, have it ready, even if you're the one that's going to do the work. Uh, if for new clients that we bring in, we we ask for bring the last couple of years tax returns, not necessarily all the work papers, but, but, but the results anyway, we like to review those for potential errors for new clients. Uh, gather all of your, your, your official tax information documents that you get for the year, uh, W-2s, 1099s, um, including the social security benefit statements. People often, for some reason, seem to forget those. Yeah. Um, you know, get a record of your tax payments if you've made estimated tax payments. Right. Bring that in. Get That's your it. ducks in a row. Yeah, get your get your ducks, ducks in a row, row for your yeah. CPA. That's right. All right, we're going to put your contact, contact information. information up. So you have three offices and three different phone numbers. I'm not going to read all of those. Don't bother. Okay. Let's go yeah. Hendersonville. So you're doing yeah. a lot of traveling then, drive back and forth. Yeah. 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 Maybe Absolutely. not. 824-8142 for Mike Chrysler. That's yeah. right. CPA, thank yeah. thanks for coming. Absolutely, thank you for being enjoy here. it. When we come back from this next break, we're going to continue to talk about what can you do in the new year to get your ducks in a row. We're gonna switch and talk about estate planning.